So welcome back to Lighting Up the Marquee, episode 82. We got the Onyx team back, back on the show. Yeah, uh, happy to be back, Tim. have a lot more people on this time, so I'm going to have everybody introduce themselves. So whoever wants to start. Well, I'll start. I'm Jordan. I am the um, founder and executive producer of Onyx. Um, Anastasia, who was on last time, unfortunately, got super busy with her job, so she had to step down. Uh, but we still love her, and we'll work with her in the future. But it's just me at the EP level right now. And yeah, at the co-producing level, there's myself, Haley. <laughs> and then there's also Lizzie as well, who's in a different box Hi. over there. Hi, I'm Lizzie. I'm one of the co-producers at Onyx. <laughs> We'll just go down the, we'll go down oh. the line introducing everybody. <laughs> Britt. Yeah, I was going to say, not only is Lizzie um, a co-producer, she's also the star of one of the films that Onyx is producing, um, yeah. Noxious. And, and you I, are the co-star. Exactly. I'm the co-star, but I'm also um, marketing chair. I do casting for Onyx, and I'm also an actor and director. All right, and who's next? Morgan. Hey. All right, we got it. What up, I'm Morgan. Uh, I'm the first AD on a lot of Onyx projects, so I help manage the sets and keep us all in time and safe, especially during COVID. That's been fun. Um, I also do some writing and directing myself. Mm, Jenna? Hey, what's up? I'm Jenna. Um, I'm a production designer for Onyx. So I worked on um, Noxious, um, with another uh, co-PD, his name is Juan. Um, but the second phase was, um, I was doing head PD for that. Last but not least. Oh, hi there. My name is Lauren. Um, let's see, I'm a director of photography for Onyx. And geez, I think now, I, I haven't counted recently, but I've done like, FDP'd probably like five or six of the projects in like the past year and stuff. It's been really fun. So I'm glad to join everyone today. Uh, but yeah, glad to have everyone on the show. This is going to be, like I said, the biggest episode of the podcast. This is the most people I've had on at at once. That's so cool. Um, I know when we originally, when you were on the show last time, Jordan, we were talking about getting a lot of the Onyx team on. Yes. And then I had messaged you and you were saying there's 50 team members. And I was like, okay, I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> there's like over 50 now. There's like 56. So I don't I don't think that that would be possible unless it's just a bunch of people talking over each other. I was like, at that point, I'll just step away. Like I'll introduce the show <laughs> and then everybody else can just. That would be kind of cool, actually. I'll just like step away. Little... Like I'll be a moderator. Yeah. Like it'd be like a panel. Right. Yeah, uh, last time you were on the show, I believe all you had out was veins and let me look necromantic and necromantic. But a boat beneath the moonlit sky was coming out. Yeah, it came out the the next day after the show came yes. out. I believe. Yeah, and we I think we talked a little bit about noxious, but that was the big one that was being worked on at the time. Yep, and six months later, you know, we're in post production, so that's exciting. Um, all of us worked on it. Haley was like co-producing from afar, you know, but all of us had a hand in it. And then it's cool that we have our two stars here too. So yes, we can talk about acting in it and such. I wanted to talk about it because it seemed like, at least when you were on the show last time, it seemed like the biggest project that was being worked on um, as far as all the ones that were coming out at the time. Yeah, I think it's definitely, it's been like the longest project that we've had to work on just because it kept getting pushed back because of COVID. Um, and then there's also just a lot of like VFX and um, it's a love story. So we had to cast a real life couple to do like the intimacy parts because if we had cast two people living in two different homes, then that would have been extremely like unsafe and mm -hmm. I don't even think we would have been able to do that. So we had to just basically adapt and work around all of these roadblocks that came up because of COVID. So it's just, it's been the longest project we've worked on, but we also have um, an anthology series that's in progress. And um, basically it's called Based on Her True Story. 
and each episode is directed and written by a different Onyx member about um, like a part of their life. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that was being worked on um, last time. No, it wasn't. It was just an idea. Mm -hmm. And then I saw recently, I don't know if it's, I think it's not directly with you guys, but through, you guys have a feature film being crowdfunded as well, or in, uh, with Cloudstar Pictures. Yes, it's called This Is How It Starts. It's our first feature, um, and we are co-producing it. And then some people have another hand in it like jenna is helping source some production design and lizzie and Haley helped with like the crowdfunding with me and um there's a few other onyx members that are going to be on set but we're producing it with cloudstar and i know colton and sophie who are in cloudstar from lmu and a lot of these guys know them too from lmu nice it seems like since you guys were on the show last a lot of things have been in in the works which is great yeah, um, but we're going to primarily focus, I think we said we were going to talk about Noxious a lot, as well as everyone who's on the show today with like their backgrounds. And I think you mentioned just talking about being uh, females in the industry as well. Yeah. Um, so we can start with that. I wanted to know some of the you said Noxious kept getting pushed back. I want to know with especially now with COVID restrictions kind of getting a little looser with the vaccine yeah. coming out. How has everything been with productions now and especially with pushing all the production back yeah I mean during COVID when we had to keep pushing it back and adapting to all of like the different rules it was it was a struggle um and at times you know we were like ah like should we even keep going with this like should we even keep making this like is this just a horrible time for it um but we decided to keep pursuing it and just do it safely um well, because Jordan, it also oh, sorry. Oh yeah, no, please, please. Jordan, I would kill you if you if, if you postpone Noxious after the blood and sweat we put into it. <laughs> well, it started as your senior thesis project. Yeah, so it's it started as my senior thesis at LMU. Like I was in the class for it, and we had the option to like shoot it with these COVID restrictions, but they were hilarious. They were like you can only have four people total, including the crew. So it would have been like maybe two members of crew and two, two people in the cast. And I'm like, you can't make a movie that no. way. So we decided to do it independently. And then these guys saved my life, Lizzie and Britt, because if we hadn't found a couple that fit the description absolutely perfectly. So we, we had the description already planned out before we met them. It was like, uh, like a person of color, you know, which is Brit, and then someone with pale skin and green hair, which Lizzie has. So it was just so weird. That it, I did. I dyed a green for nauseous, so there was that as well. You had blue hair before. The sacrifices we all make. <laughs> she just died of that. Has to be required green. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, character's name is Jade, so we had to to roll with it. And have yeah. It be yeah, that'd be ironic. If, if and she's like a designer baby. So her, um, like basically in the future in this world, um, it's like a trend to, to, you know, alter your baby's DNA. Um, like how right now we're kind of approaching that in our technological like evolution. Um, but like, it was like a trend to like make them all like one color palette. So like green eyes, mm -hmm. green hair, and her name's Jade. So it was necessary to have the green hair. I mean, that is true. It's, it's always good. That, that's awesome that the casting <laughs> happened that way. Um, I'm very interested because from what I've seen with Noxious, it seems like very more a bigger scale versus like veins or necromantic. Um, that's why I was interested with like the cinematography and production design of it, how all that um, went about with shooting this versus those other like more smaller uh projects yeah i mean i have my pd right here jenna <laughs> so how was it different from like because jenna was actually my pd for veins and for necromantic so she can she can tell you true yeah i was on all three projects um i have to say noxious was definitely a much larger scale 
um, especially um, in comparison to Vane's. Vane's was very small scale. Um, we were just in Anastasia's apartment for three days. Basically, we had a room, we had a bathtub, and we had a bunch of blood. Um, <laughs> I've gotten some comments about the amount of blood that we used in that film, like just oh, yeah. family friends mm -hmm. who have seen it. And they're like, that was a lot of blood. And I was like, correct. <laughs> We um, talked about that a lot on the on the did. last podcast about like Tim loved the blood. He thought it the was, blood was so realistic. Yeah, that was like the first time I'd seen blood. I think very well done, like actually not looking like neon red. Um, yes, it was very realistic looking. Very important that it's not like glowing red. Right. <laughs> That's a big turnoff. Um, but compared to veins, um, definitely noxious. We had so many locations. Um, we ran into a lot of issues of having to make mul like multiple spaces look like multiple different locations. That was a big part of it. Um, in the first phase, we kind of turned Jordan's apartment into three different separate locations. Um, so that was a big undertaking, took a lot of um, different backgrounds, different props to make that come alive. Um, and then Jordan's apartment has been through so much. <laughs> it yeah. has been through a lot. Yeah, oh it has. <laughs> We made it work. Um, and then moving into the second phase, um, we had a airplane set, like a standing space. And then we also had a club space that was gorgeous. So that was like, I think doing the club space is one of my favorite parts because it's just got the best bones possible for PD. So it's this beautiful, um, it's called like the Hungarian Cultural Center, I believe. And it's owned by um, two Hungarian people. They're like a couple and they're really, really fun. I love them. Um, and they just own this space that can be used for like multiple different things, um, has a big stage. It has a bunch of different rooms. Like, um, when we were scouting it for the first time, we saw Danny Trejo there smoking weed with a bunch of models. So it's that kind of space. Like, <laughs> I just imagined like Danny Trejo just shows up anywhere. He honestly is like all over LA. Like, He's like LA's mascot, you know. He has a bunch of restaurants over there, though. He's like yeah, all over. Tacos. Yeah, Those he's donuts. got a, a, a restaurant here at, at USC, um, where a few Onyx members go. He's got his own restaurant, so it's kind of funny that he was also <laughs> hanging around there. He's everywhere. I know he's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> I think there was there's a podcast I'm good friends with, and they were talking about this like really low budget movie, but he's in those movies too. But they filmed it in Wisconsin. Oh, what? Like, and it's with um, who is it? Mark Borchat. Interesting. Um, but that's another story. That's so um, cool they got him. <laughs> I mean, he does anything. I love. Um, him. I was interested with the cinematography though of Noxious because I was wondering what some of like the influences were, or, like inspirations for it. Because I think some of the shots I saw were just off like beach shots. Yeah. Um. Yeah, um, well, our, our main inspiration was um, Shocker Euphoria. Uh, it's like very similar to Euphoria in like every way, I think, especially like with the lighting plans and all that. And like um, our cinematographer, Emma, is incredible. And she kind of like when we were spitballing ideas for the cinematography, she would just like take these stills from Euphoria and um San Junipero the episode of Black Mirror was a was a big inspiration she would take like stills from that and we just kind of like spitball ideas over text but those were two two huge inspirations especially with like the color palettes yeah Emma is, is just incredible I mean she on her Instagram a lot of the time also um she posts breakdowns of how she accomplished certain shots so it's definitely, you know, it's just so fun to see her her process and how. Yeah, she does these lighting breakdowns. It's so cool. That's what, yeah, because that's what I was thinking. I looked at it. I was like, it looks like Euphoria, especially with um, a lot of the makeup too. It was very yeah. much like <laughs> our makeup designer Madeline literally emulated um, certain makeup looks because uh, we're obsessed with like the whole aesthetic of that show and we kind of wanted to just bring that into a more like futuristic um very gay setting even mm -hmm. though it's already gay that show's already gay but this is just wait gay? <laughs> oh no no one told us oh my god <laughs> no one told us that i think we need to look back at our contract <laughs> <laughs> that's horrendous gay 
Um, I want to let's talk a little bit about maybe the story. I don't know how much we can discuss with Noxious, but I want to uh, for people listening so they get a little sense of what you said. It's a futuristic setting. Uh, yeah, a, a love story. Let's let the listeners yeah. know a little bit what it is without spoiling it. So um, it's set in 2047, um, which is a year I picked out because that's sort of like the projected year of like when the world is going to end because of climate change and global warming. Um, and they I want it to be Blade Runner by a few years. You know. <laughs> yeah, like two years off. But I think like New York even has this like big screen in Times Square or something that's like a countdown to when the world is like projected to end, to die because of that. Is what? that true? That's is that news true? to me. I'm going to die in 2047. <laughs> <laughs> tell me this, dude. <laughs> I don't even know if it says 2047. Oh my God. Like, it, was, it, around there. it was 2012. They just keep pushing the, the year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The minds. Someone, someone's just like, let's just throw a year out. And then when that doesn't work, throw another year out. Keep pushing yeah. it back. It's just getting delayed. It's just delayed. Like this film. <laughs> but you know, it is <laughs> just like the film. It is, it is, you know, very getting very real though. Um, and that's always just scared me because I feel like um, especially the GOP um, previous to Biden, you know, it was a very, very scary time um, to think about like. The, our humanity and like the fact that it's just in the hands of these people that don't really care about our lives. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of combined this uh, like environmental thing with um, with basically the COVID situation. And um, so basically it's 2047 and the world is going to end because of like toxic air, like the air has become um, the air has become noxious. <laughs> become noxious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so it, it kind of combined these two two things were kind of happening in our world, um, and it it is centered around a designer baby named Jade, who is trying to get her ex girlfriend back named Ava, who Britt plays, um, to spend the end of the world with her. Okay. You know, like like we've all been there, right? Yeah. That's actually that's, that's, that's our love story. That's happened to everybody before. <laughs> Everyone's gonna connect with the film. Exactly. We've all gone after our exes at the end of the world. Honestly, so. they will though. I think the story is so compelling and it it is relatable for something that is supposed to happen like in the in the distant future. Yeah. And I think that audiences um, will really connect with the two characters especially like our generation i think thinks more about that than like the older generation because they know that they're there's not really a chance that they'll have to live through something like that um but you know our generation is a bit more aware and conscious of all that yeah well, 2047 <laughs> man 2047 get, get your get your affairs in order you know how old will you be we'll be like 48 yeah <laughs> oh my god let's not think about that yeah, no. <laughs> uh i wanted to know too also with uh with you morgan with being the ad how was it on set with with this project also getting pushed but constantly having to deal with the onset challenges as well oh man there are so many um yeah like the first phase we shot in like february um yeah this year <laughs> um yeah so like COVID is still like not good um and so managing that as an AD was definitely a challenge I did like the smaller ones earlier in 2020 the smaller films we did like Veins and A Boat Beneath a Moonlit Sky um so I kind of got my hand in that and like masks and stuff but for something this big it was like uh I was constantly stressed, not just because of our safety, like just in general, I don't want anyone getting electrocuted or light falling on anybody. Um, but then like <laughs> COVID on top of it and like none of us pretty much were vaxxed, especially for the first phase. Um, so that was, you know, scary, um, but luckily it all worked out and we had a COVID supervisor um, too, which was super helpful. Um, and then like phase two, we had for the nightclub, we had like 
fucking like 30 people. 30 people, yeah. <laughs> 30. Which yeah, is like our, the biggest thing I've ever AD'd. Our COVID <laughs> supervisor, Kate Johnston, she really had her work cut out for her. She was bringing around this little um, bag of like dried flowers and she was like, can you guys smell this? Like, I need you to smell this for me so I can make sure you still have some. But it was funny because it was the same <laughs> bag of like lavender or whatever every time. So I was like, lavender, lavender. You could just say <laughs> lavender, yeah. No, I know that it's lavender. Yeah. Ooh, but if she switched it up one day, she would have gotten oh. you. <laughs> right. What I don't have the brain power to think of that. What if she switched it to one of those like those fake flowers that have no scent? Ooh. Oh. And we see who actually lies about it. <laughs> That's the test. Yeah. But I just want to say that Morgan, I literally we could not do anything without Morgan. Morgan has really? been for all of our projects and she is the best AD ever because she keeps us on track. She doesn't want us dilly dally. She makes sure everything gets accomplished and that we have, you know, a couple hours, like we're a couple hours ahead even. I don't think Onyx would exist without Morgan. It would not. It would <laughs> We'd not. all still be yeah. sitting on the curb with like our equipment, like waiting to get into whatever building <laughs> we're shooting, mm-hmm. Shoot, shooting the breeze, like just waiting around if it weren't for Morgan. So honestly, every set is Morgan's set. It's not mine. It's not anyone else's. It's Morgan's. Morgan's. That's all I got say. Two kinds. Two kinds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really do think that AD is the hardest job on any set because you're basically the bad cop the whole time that's yes. the director's good cop I know so so it's not easy to pull that off and Morgan manages to like really have it in the bag because you Morgan, know tell us how that feels yeah 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 for sure I want no, the interviewer <laughs> how what feels how it's an asshole yeah to be the bad cop how does it feel oh man <laughs> I usually get into it with dps Oh, <laughs> you I have a history of doing that just because luckily I didn't really do that with with this one but like you know it's just like dps are just slow sometimes but I love them but then like the schedule gets behind and then I usually get into it yeah Lauren's nodding her head uh <laughs> Lauren she's had to she's had to get on Lauren a few times slow after lunch yeah I'm a little slow <laughs> no you're good you're good it's usually everybody's all sleepy after lunch <laughs> Morgan's also always like Lauren we can't do this many shots we need to cut it down that's true and then we have a little like dramatic moment, like a standoff, and it's yeah, it's like it, it's like when you watch a medical show and they're like, you have to stop administering CPR. They're gone. You can't bring them back. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy. And Lauren is like, they're pumping away. <laughs> I'm like, it's over. They're dead. Let's go. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. Um, so it feels great. I love the power. Yeah. <laughs> power shift. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's also like, it's stressful sometimes. Cause I, I mean, a lot of the time, uh, but I remember Jordan, like when you got to the nightclub place, the Hungarian, like, by the way, what a name for a nightclub. The Hungarian cultural center. <laughs> you got there in the morning and this, it's like, you know, by USC, the area is not the best. And you called me oh yeah okay so so I'll tell you so the Hungarian (laughs) Center where we shot the nightclub scenes and Noxious is downtown LA and as you know there's like a very high um, homelessness population and like I'm not trying to say you know anything like necessarily bad about like homelessness because that's not what I'm trying to say I'm just trying to say that I was surrounded by men um, I was sitting in my car, I was surrounded by these men and they were, there's like a, a soup kitchen right there. And um, I was just, uh, I had my pepper spray, but I called Morgan and I was like, do I get out? Like, I'm a little concerned about my safety. I've watched too much crime junkie, <laughs> heard too much crime junkie. Oh, like, what do I do? Yeah. yeah I, think I just said like, I'm almost there. And then I hung up and then I was like, wait, maybe she's going to get out of the car. And so I called you back and I was like, hey, can you like just stay in the car and just wait for me, please? So I did. <laughs> like, I waited for her. Yeah. And you did wait for me. But like, it's things like that where it's like, it's, we didn't expect to have like 50 homeless people outside of getting food. And I'm, I'm glad they're getting food, but it also is kind of a safety hub. Well, and luckily we were able to contribute <laughs> later on because we had a lot of leftover food from lunch. So we were able to, yeah. to pass it along. Yeah. 
But I think that's something we have to worry about when we're an all female led company, because honestly, sometimes, you know, we end up being in places that are full of, or like out late at night, for example, or like full of strangers. And then you kind of have to worry in the same way that you might not if, you know, you were a man. So yep. honestly, we kind of, and all our sets end up having a couple men around, you know, just to do our grunt work, lift heavy <laughs> stuff for us. Yeah, to us. <laughs> Be the bodyguards <laughs> to like admire our beauty and our strength. Yeah. Shower us with compliments. I'm kind of in that mix as well, though. <laughs> as the uh, as the butch of honest. Yeah, <laughs> I will say I felt comforted if Morgan walked me outside at that location. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. <laughs> or Emily, our gaffer. She's like, I, I forget how tall Emily is, but yeah, she's Emily, the tallest member of Onyx. Yeah, she's 5'11", and she's a former rower, so she's got that strength. Yeah. <laughs> I can't But yeah, that. anywhere you have a bunch of strangers congregated around, and then, because it was it was so funny, it was like this dilapidated kind of entrance, then you go inside, and it's like this massive, like, nightclub full of, like, antique furniture, and you're like, yeah. how did I get here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where where was it downtown? Because I've only been to downtown LA a few times, but I was like, when I went there for the first time, I was shocked that it was literally like blocks and blocks of just tents lined up along the whole street. Yeah, like- I think it was around the Skid Row area. It's it's kind of um, it's kind of sad because I I've lived in LA all my life, and like the the strong contrast between even just if you go a couple blocks over, like the the amount of like wealth discrepancy even just in those few blocks kind of kind of insane and always has been yeah but the crazy thing is too is that location was near usc so it's so weird that usc is like in the middle of yeah because usc is very uh very gentrified for sure has spent a lot of time gentrifying that neighborhood but um we i mean we also have members from lmu and other schools in the area so it's kind of nice because you know even though most of us are in film school or or graduating you know a lot of us have either graduated or are going to graduate soon um you get to kind of uh, with onyx like we get to expand our network outside of just our school network and we get to meet people who aren't in film school so it's kind of nice that way you get to find new people to work with i think that's a good segue because i was actually interested in everybody's sort of backstories and then how everybody kind of made their way to onyx yeah does anyone want to start with that i'm I'm curious to see what y'all are gonna say (laughs) i can start um so i went to lmu with jordan um i just graduated like a week ago oh my god um but jordan and i were actually in our first freshman like seminar together i don't know if you remember jordan with that oh i remember professor oh i i cannot forget no i'll never forget um and i was i remember being in we were in junior year screenwriting writing our junior year thesis and i remember jordan had the idea like the base idea for onyx like in that class she wanted to make stories about female protagonists um, that were doing kind of odd things, breaking um, kind of the mold of female characters. Um, and I remember she had that idea and I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. If you ever want a production designer, hit me up. And she did. So that's my I did because is fantastic. So thank you. <laughs> it's been a good time. I love Onyx. It's been so fun. Lauren. It's <laughs> okay. like, okay, I'll go. Um, yeah, so uh, I actually still go to LMU. I'm starting classes next week again for the summer, but I've been taking a gap year off this past year um, and just really focusing on Onyx, which has been really fun. Um, but me and Jordan met in our cinematography class. Um, and I was like, that was like a five hour class, like maybe six, I forget. It was a long one. And yeah, so we spent a lot of time fun. together. It was so really fun. Yeah, it was like 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. or something like that. It was pretty ridiculous, but it was really fun. And I remember, I think you approached me in the SFTV, the SFTV building, and you told me about Onyx, like asked me about it. I was like, yeah, like I'm down, like let me get involved, like whatever. Um, And then, yeah, I just like became a DP kind of out of nowhere. And it's been really fun, great opportunities. Um, And yeah, so that's kind of how I got introduced to it. And I've been here since so I've been really liking it it's been awesome 
And then who wants to go next? Hi, I'll talk. <laughs> um, so Jordan, we met in Prod 101. Right? We met in our very first production class freshman year, like around the same time yeah. I met Jenna, I met Lauren or Morgan. <laughs> yeah, we were like babies. Yeah, it was like mm -hmm. a 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. class on like a fucking like Monday or something. <laughs> like it was like it was tiring. It was so rough. And um, we would just like switch, uh, people would direct their own scene and like we would switch every week our positions and stuff. So I kind of got to know Jordan that way. And I thought she was cool. And I guess she thought I was cool. And we've been friends since. Um, yeah, and then she came up with Onyx and I was like, this is super cool. I yeah, because I knew that Morgan was really into horror too. Um, yeah, and, and I didn't know that many other like women that were into horror at LMU, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Well, speaking of women in horror, that's actually how Jordan and I met. So, I I graduated from UCLA in 2020. You know, in the heart of the pandemic, quite fun. But before then, I, the summer before, summer 2019, Jordan and I were both interning at Sam Raimi's horror production company, and we met that way, and we just really hit it off. I mean, I thought she was an amazing creative force, and I've always I loved no way I feel that way about you, Haley. No, I'm. <laughs> I'm more of, I'm more of the producing like organizational type I do creative things as well like I just directed my first film but anyways back to Sam Raimi's horror production company we met we hit it off we had a good time and so when Jordan was founding Onyx she reached out to me and said would you be interested in joining this community and helping produce films through that and I thought that was excellent because I've always loved female driven work I when I was working at Warner Brothers Television they had this incredible like a number of incredible like female execs that I always admired and female driven projects that I was obsessed with. So I was very happy to get on board and help make more female driven material and more, just more creative projects a reality by such incredible individuals as we have around us today. So that's so my story. You, Haley. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Haley is like, honestly, another just like complete backbone of Onyx. Like yeah. she just is always like, sometimes Jordan and I can get a little hotheaded. And so Haley's very much <laughs> a soothing presence for sure yeah. when we're having our producer meetings. Yeah. Well, I just go over like resting librarian energy, you know, <laughs> like calming, like very like, well, like can do work. work. I just, I just <laughs> give it off. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that archetype. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then Miss Britt and Lizzie. Yes. Um, <laughs> different from everyone else. I actually, we, we got connected through to Onyx through Anastasia. I had LGBT theater with Anastasia like one or two years before she hit us up um, during the pandemic. And she was basically just like, hey, you guys are exactly like these characters that we need to cast right now. And Lizzie had never acted before in a Well, in a I mean, I, I'd done it in like high school, but in a film. I was like, they want me to act? Really? I was like, <laughs> and I don't know. the main character of the, and she killed it. I was she like, well, it. It, I mean, Jade doesn't have any emotions, so that it's kind of not, you know, it's kind of a walk in the park to play compared to Britt's character, Ava, okay. who is like all emotion. Because I mean, Britt's had years of acting people. training. So there is that's that. what you but said. It's harder to. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think it's harder too because, like, as as someone who's like a very expressive person, it's hard for me to play not expressive at all and like to not experience emotion. Also, we uh, we just graduated from USC, by the way. I know that was like the root of this question. Yay. Oh yeah, we graduated, <laughs> we graduated yesterday. Actually. Yesterday. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. But yes, because um, you had met Anastasia in an LGBT in a, theater class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you were like, we're going to hop on the Zoom call and talk about acting in this film and I was like really acting yeah Lizzie's all and about then it kind of just went from there I, I still remember the first time that uh the two of us Matt Jordan was when we took uh promo like the very first promo pictures from Noxious 
and she pulls up to pick us up and she goes, oh my God, you guys are so tiny. <laughs> they were so small. I expected at least, I know I always come on people's size. Morgan you always Morgan. say that to me. You're like, I just expect you to be taller. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so small. Okay, honestly, okay, Jordan I'm- is not that tall. Jordan is 5'4". I know. Jordan is also 5'4". <laughs> okay, listen though. If you met all these girls in person, Tim, I promise promise you'd be like these girls are smaller than I thought (laughs) I've got got long torso short legs it really I guess I guess it's like when you're a strong powerful woman you give off (laughs) tall people energy yeah I think that's it I mean that's how it works exactly (laughs) I I have to to say I've never met Haley in person and like I don't know how tall you are but I I'd have to guess you're probably taller than I think you are like that's just my guess right now I'm five four so you know I'm just I'm you know it works no complaints I can wear heels Great it's height. chill <laughs> and Haley's built Haley's uh <laughs> weightlifting <laughs> champ over here yes I used to be um not a professional weightlifter, but I used to do varsity weightlifting. That's been a bit what? Tangent, I didn't know that. that. Yeah. yeah, that and pole vaulting and rock climbing. I've had, a weird, I've had a weird history. So you said you go up the librarian one. energy, but you got this. Well, people, my face is yeah. how I look. Vaulting. You know, they see the glasses and like the straight hair and like the large pile of books. And they're like, oh, this girl reads a lot. So that's where <laughs> I'm going. I, I really need to know how you went from pole vaulting to independent filmmaking but oh god that would take a podcast all i know i'm like I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't that, that's a screenplay you have to write Haley. you have to write the pole vaulter to independent filmmaker pipeline script it'll probably end up on the blacklist so <laughs> you should, you should okay weird fun fact i also used to be a pole vaulter wow two pole vaulters in here i've never yeah jenna and i we've never met in person but yeah wow another (laughs) pole vaulter nice you guys should go pole vaulting together yeah you know just one of those really dangerous now like i used to do that and that was like kind of insane but like now i'd be like oh that's a little dangerous (laughs) well now we're all old our bones are getting rickety you know Oh yeah, we're aging like early 20s. Old. <laughs> the old, old age of early 20s. Well, wait until we're 48, guys. <laughs> That's when it's coming. Yeah. No, it's I, over. I don't want to get to that age. I literally am at Whole Foods every morning, like grabbing groceries, and I have all my bones crack when I reach for something. Oh Tim. Like, no. Well, don't worry. Maybe the events of Noxious will come a little sooner. Oh, there won't there won't be a Whole Foods to go to anymore. So yeah, it'll solve it. It'll only be partial foods. Partial foods. <laughs> it'll be a Whole Foods in the sky. This is only this is tangentially related, but Britt's wearing her her Noxious hoodie right now, and um, I was working a job um, last weekend with one of our executive producers, Billy Gold. And by pure coincidence, we were both wearing our, our sweatshirts that say noxious on them. Mm-hmm. And this, this dude walks up to us and goes, what is that in your sweatshirts? Anxious? Anxious. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What if we... Okay. I, I'm the person who actually designed a lot of the merch. What yes. If, maybe. Go, go. Quick plug. Check out Onyx's merch store. Britt designed all of our merch. Yeah. I got my, uh, it's I got my hoodie on right now. Yeah. Tim bought some yes. Onyx, design all of it. Onyx slash films.com slash shop. I think it's Onyx dash. That's what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but maybe I'll make a version that says anxious. In the same <laughs> I need that I right now. Cross right out the now. at the front. It's true that noxious is so close to anxious. <laughs> I don't even know. I am very anxious. So, um. Maybe that's just a reflection of how I feel every day. I agree. Just uh, like a warning to other people that you're anxious. Yeah. I'll wear that to therapy now. What? I'll wear that to therapy now. Yes. Just so they know it's up when you walk in the door. Yeah, they know the yeah. deal. I was going to say, uh, last time Jordan was on the show, when I told her I couldn't find the website, even if you Googled it, just googled it now it's the first one that pops up yeah, so after you said that i was like oh no like 
our so my friend Jeremy runs our website because he's really good with like technology and stuff Um, he's one of the few men I mentioned we keep around to do grunt work yeah Mm -hmm. he's incredible he's a super super feminist so that's why but uh I had to ask him I was like yeah what's up and we had like a preference turned off so that's why no one could find it but it's on now now it's the first one that pops up and the website I just looked at it um today or a few days ago I looked at it but now I looked at it on my computer and it's so much more updated there's so much more things to click on now yeah Um, Yeah, you can check out everything we've ever made on there so yep if you haven't if you're listening to this you haven't seen our stuff i don't know why you're still listening to this go watch it (laughs) we're not just it's under the film section there's a lot more on there than last time last time it was just uh veins and necromantic and then uh boat beneath the moonlit sky was when the podcast came out yeah, we've we've definitely done a lot since then. Um, some some like smaller projects, some like in association with Onyx. Um, but yeah, and we have a lot a lot coming up too because we just had a pitch session actually where we kind of just asked anyone who had any ideas to come to it and just um, let us know if they wanted like our support in producing stuff and. Now we have like four more four more projects on our slate for the future. Um, one of them's a feature. One of them's like a forty minute musical um, about like mental health, um, and a couple like short film ideas. But we want to start like you know expanding it and instead of just like focusing on me directing these things that I had in my mind, we want to you know produce all of our m- members' ideas too announce your like marvel phase four trailer like the onyx (laughs) the onyx extended universe (laughs) yes every film takes place in the same same universe hey we jordan and i have talked about that before so maybe you're on to something tim (laughs) i pick up on these details (laughs) uh that's because i was going to ask about that because i think last time you were on jordan the only projects were out were the ones you had directed and I yeah. think there's a few on there now that aren't yours, like your directed projects. Yeah. Um, so we did a couple like in association with Onyx. And one of those is actually um, a film that Brit directed called Only an Imprint. And her friend um, Michael wrote it. And he's really cool. He actually does a lot of the voice acting on Noxious. He plays like three different people. Uh, the wrist phone announcer and a phone creep like a a guy that um, Ava talks to but yeah he wrote it and then directed it and um, let's see Lauren you DP'd that right and then yeah we had some other um, Onyx people on that one so that's one of them so we did a couple like in association with um and then now we have the anthology series, which, you know, a bunch of people are directing. Um, I only directed one of them, Mean Brick co-directed um, Butch. And then Haley directed one called Salty, and she wrote it too. Um, do you want to talk about that one, Haley? Yeah, sure. I can touch on that briefly. So um, my uh, film in the anthology series is called Salty. It's about what happens when two sisters who are trapped in a man-made salt cave are forced to reconcile their differences in order to escape. It was a lot of fun to film. Such an amazing cast and crew. Our phenomenal AD is here, actually, Morgan. <laughs> like, honestly, she was oh, such a goddess on set. She's just amazing at her job, the best of the best. And it was just such an incredible experience, like filming in a salt cave, like finding that location was definitely a lot of fun. And it actually is semi-based on an experience I had in a salt cave, because I've I've been in two salt caves and had very interesting experiences, but. Haley, you got to write an autobiography like soon. Mm-hmm. It really does, just so many stories. It's just life, you know, but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, we actually just got a rough cut done and we're working through it now, seeing how it's going and yeah, um, stay tuned on that. So with the, with the anthology series, is it going to be like between short film projects or film projects? You're just going to do them as you go or how's that, how's that going with it? So we already shot them. Um, I think we, we had some projects like fall through some, um, 
some kind of, you know, everyone's busy and stuff, um, including my own that I was going to do. So I just did one with Brit. Um, but yeah, we're at like five, I think we have five now. Um, and we shot three of them and two of them um, still are coming up. And um, yeah, we're going to release them, I think, in July. But basically the premise is it's like based on her true story. And like each one of them is kind of like pulled from a real life scenario. And actually the one that I directed with Brit uh, and she stars in it, it's literally like word for basically word for word of what happened to her one night. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, to give a little synopsis, it's about my experience meeting a bunch of European boys one night Um and they took me on adventures and maybe something saucy happens with one of them at some point and it's uh, actually one of the first onyx comedies um and yeah it's it's outrageous i have a poster in this room that i wouldn't be able to show <laughs> because uh it has uh two body parts on it <laughs> it's, it's just going to be an outrageous comedy well if you want to see the the inappropriate banner that has been hanging on my living room wall for like months now that i keep having to take down every single time i have an important zoom call because it's extremely raunchy i had a job interview and it was in the background you'll just have to watch the film it's called butch i will tell you that we designed this banner and i drew it out we sent it we sent it to this um artist that britain our friend wendy huay drew it um out and made it a reality it does say show me your knockers and the banner is of course your um, knockers so well, not, not not a specific person's knockers let's the collective get that knockers <laughs> i would say if they they're had all one knockers, knockers the human like knockers. a j like a j cup just just <laughs> just a just a casual j cup um also lauren dp'd it and morgan ad'd it big shout yep. out to them for being amazing yes everyone involved in the anthology is just so amazing and hardworking because you know five whole projects pulled off in like the amount of time we tried to do it in kind of kind of i was like oh i don't know if that's gonna happen and somehow it has been so yeah. one day maybe we'll all just be like actually i'm exhausted and then we'll all take like a three-week nap but oh i don't even know if that's ever gonna happen but yeah. <laughs> i know i'm like maybe. one day maybe we'll nap <laughs> yeah that's that's one thing about onyx like everyone in it is an extremely hard worker so no slackers here no, sl no slackers allowed at onyx <laughs> exactly um so the anthology isn't out correct it's being worked on and not released yeah it's being worked on it's not released yet um we're, we've produced three so far like we've shot and they're in post-production and then two of them need to be shot but they're all going to come out at once sometime in the summer um probably like july probably july like late july that's that's probably when it'll come out so stay tuned everyone based on her true story stay tuned with all the projects at onyx all yeah. of them coming out because i know last time you were on too we were asked i was asking about the all your films were horror up to this point so now it seems like all the films are starting to branch off yeah try out different genres yeah i think mainly you know i want um like the criteria for onyx films like the protagonist needs to be either female non-binary transgender a part of like the lgbtq community in some aspects basically not a cisgender straight man because we have way too many stories about that already we don't need to make any more um and then you know some some sort of commentary on you know the experience of being being a woman or being someone that's like a minority in this world so it's a good great mission statement not a good mission statement <laughs> great you. one um i think we should wrap it up though because i know you said a few of you have to head out at three um so we can wrap up the show real quick uh, if yeah. anyone has final words or want to leave the audience with anything hmm. anyone have anything to say in particular 
Well, we're currently fundraising for the last two films in the anthology series. So, you know, check out our Insta and yeah, lend support, spread the word, support incredible filmmakers who are just trying to make their dreams come true. Sounds a little cheesy, but you know, it's... It's it's the reality. I mean, reality. Our Instagram is at onyx.films. Our website is www.onyx-films.com. Um, and you know, you can feel, feel free to contact us. All our contact info is pretty accessible. So we're always down to collab. Everything's, yeah. everything's on the website. They have a shop there. All the films are there. So everyone can go check them out there. Um, I think you guys have the crowdfunding on your Instagram as well for the feature. Yeah. We have a link tree mm-hmm. in the bio of the Onyx Instagram. Everyone go check it out. I will tag it for sure. I know I've been, every time you guys post something, I'll, yeah. throw out a story or try Tim's to share it as well. supporter thank you <laughs> thank you so much we really appreciate your support thank that's you. what i gotta do i gotta support all the guests that's been on the show thank you tim <laughs> um but let's wrap up the show everyone um final words again so we'll wrap up the show thank you all for being on the show <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for having us. It was so cool to, you know, bring on some of my my peeps, these guys who have been here through so much. Um, I love them so much. So it's great to hear them talk. And yeah, thanks. Thanks for giving us this platform, Tim. Well, thanks for appearing. I didn't have to talk much during this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, everyone go check out Onyx on instagram you guys have a facebook right i don't know if, like yeah, how active we, yeah we have facebook it's not very active it, okay. i think it's just onyx films production company or something like that but yeah we're mostly on instagram that's our main all right that's how i promote my show too is like i say it's on facebook but i'm never on there no it's a dying platform i mean i just think it's for an older generation yeah it's also very out like the software seems very outdated whenever i try yeah. to share something it never works I agree. You hear uh, that, Facebook? We're out for you. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Got Zuckerberg. Hide. <laughs> um, but yes, everyone can check out Onyx on Instagram. Go check out the crowdfunding. Go check out the link tree. Um, go to their website. Check out all their films. Buy some of their merch. It's awesome. I got my yeah. hoodie. I got my hat in my closet. Yeah, um, yeah. I have the Noxious hoodie as well. I was debating on wearing that one or the... I have the logo one on right now. Yeah, yeah. They, Blizzy and Brick got both both of them on. Yeah. <laughs> happen. Yeah. So we got all the merch here. Um, yeah, and Noxious um, comes out on August 6th. So we have like a locked um, date for Noxious. Is it going to premiere on Ooh. the website or is it? How yeah. Gonna... yeah. It's going to be privated on the website and we're going to be doing like a festival run at the same time. Okay, cool. So when that comes out, I'll definitely promote it to have people go check it out when it's available. Yay, thank you. And then I'm going to promote my show. You can catch us on Instagram. Uh, We have episodes every other Friday, uh, but we'll be back next week for another episode. Uh, Listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Go subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a review. Go rate us if you want. I'm not not forcing anybody to do anything. Um, And then (laughs) until next time, I'm your host, Tim Martin. This has been Lighting Up the Marquee.